Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, that's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Hi, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 16th of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, you know I send you to one of our, our first, very first sponsor. None of this would have been possible without their support. So not only do they help the show, not only is the show not possible without Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys, but I make sure that if you have a situation, if you've been involved in an accident, I love you guys for being my listeners, and I got to make sure you're taken care of. And that's why I send you to Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys, because you got to focus on your health, and they will take that family-first approach that all of us need in that kind of difficult situation when you've been in an accident, when you're dealing with an injury, and they're going to get you the money you deserve. No one does it better. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. And, I mean, how else are we going to start the show today than just to state the obvious? Beginning tomorrow, <coughs> we have what is potentially... The wildest two weeks in the history of South Florida sports. That's right. As we did the show yesterday, we weren't sure yet of the schedule. We didn't know what it was going to look like. We knew that Wednesday night, we were starting with game one, Heat at Celtics. We knew that Monday night, last night, after the Western Conference Finals are set, that's when they'll announce the series On both sides. They don't do it before. So, as it turns out, the West ends last night. But we found out even a little bit before the Western Conference got going. What did we find out? Well, we found out the way that it works. ESPN and TNT. Those are the two partners for the NHL. Well, ESPN has first dibs on what series they want. And as we learned before the game even got going last night... ESPN has chosen they want the Western Conference. So they're going to get the winner of last night's Dallas and Seattle. It was Dallas against Vegas. TNT is taking the East, Panth- excuse me, Panthers and Hurricanes. So what does that mean? Well, it means that TNT, they can't broadcast the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs at the same time as the NBA playoffs. 
TNT has the NBA's Eastern Conference playoffs. Well, they also have the NHL's Eastern Conference playoffs. So they're going to be different nights. You can't do it the same night. So Wednesday night, every other day, Game 1, Heat at Celtics. And Thursday night, every other day, Panthers, Hurricanes. This is potentially the greatest two weeks in the history of South Florida sports. We have never had a two weeks like this. Starting on Wednesday, Heat. Thursday, Panthers. Friday, Heat. Saturday, Panthers. So think about how it's going to be every day you got Heat or Panthers in the conference finals. And so how about this? So Wednesday and Friday, you got games one and two, Heat Celtics. Thursday, Saturday, games one and two, Panthers Hurricanes. So Sunday, Heat at home, Eastern Conference Finals. Monday, Panthers at home. Tuesday, Heat at home. Wednesday, Panthers at home. Sunday to Wednesday, four straight days, our team's hosting Eastern Conference Championship games. It's never happened before. There's got to be someone who's got season tickets for both, right? And you're going four straight days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Heat home game, Panther home game, Heat home game, Panther home game. Somebody's got to be doing that, right? Oh my God. We've never experienced it before in the history of our sports teams. Look, you know I've been making a point of this, all right? This is only the second time ever that we've had both of these teams, even in the second, only second time ever both these teams have won a playoff series the same year. The first time ever was last year. And this is the first time ever that they both even advanced past the second round. So this is all firsts for us. But how lucky, after all the complaining, every year, all throughout the year, how the Heat and Panthers are always playing at the same time. How lucky did we finally get that we're getting it every single day for the next two weeks with no conflicts. And thank God that they're not the same days because we experienced that this past Friday. And I told you, I mean, it was too much. Like, it was fun, but also on the verge of a heart attack. It's not like the most fun, but it was fun. It was too much. I told you there was one point where a minute left in the Heat game, the Heat are up by two, and you got a scrum in front of Bobrovsky in sudden death overtime, and they're both happening at the same time. It was too much. And now the stakes are even higher, and it's every day. It's never the same day. It's every day. We got so lucky. Starting tomorrow, the best two weeks, potentially, we've ever had in South Florida sports. I'm so excited You should be so excited too. I mean, what an amazing, what a time to be alive. So that's what gets going tomorrow night. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. I appreciate you however you're listening. So last night, because we've never had this, because we're we're the center of the sports universe, best sports town, Miami, South Florida. I was on with my guys, Tim Murray and Sean King on Vizen last night again. And I, 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 tweet out the link. I don't know if they do replays or whatever. You can go check that out. But I was on with those guys again. I like going on their show. And we talk mostly Heat. Very little Panthers. Usually do a little bit of both. But we talk mostly Heat. And I, I just, I need to caution the Heat fans. And I brought this up a little bit yesterday. Like, I especially brought it up when that, that stat came out that everyone's throwing out now, right? Everyone's throwing around how, oh, ESPN gives the Heat a 3% chance winning. That's, that's not true. Based on ESPN's analytics, the Heat have a 3% chance of winning the series, all right? That that doesn't mean they're giving them a 3% chance in the series. Just looking at the numbers, they have a 3% chance to win the series. Now, what I do believe is those numbers are very likely based on the whole year, based on the regular season. And when you base it on the regular season, yeah, the Heat were a bad regular season team. And the Celtics were a great regular season team. Of course the Heat's chances are going to be low when you look at it in a vacuum like that. That's all. So this isn't something... And the Heat fan is throwing that around. Like, all the disrespect. This isn't something to get riled up about. Like, 
I told you this yesterday. Who cares? Who cares? It's completely meaningless. And I'm sure those numbers were the same in round one against Milwaukee. And we all know right now, this is not the same Heat team from the regular season. So stop getting all riled up about these predictions and whatnot. Let everybody predict against the Heat. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, we all know going into this series, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a dogfight every single game. Here's the thing. So, going into the Knicks series, and I told you this before every game, going into the Knicks series, and and you know I love when the Heat start out on the road. Now, home court advantage, I wish I had game seven at home. Yes. But otherwise, I love starting the series on the road. I love starting this series on the road. I feel like the Heat have a great chance of getting one of the first two games. Home, road, the Heat don't care. I feel like they have a great chance of getting one of the first two games. And if that's the case, you steal the momentum, you steal the home court right off the bat. I always love the Heat's chances of getting one of the first two on the road. So, I don't care about that. And then you look at last series. Told you before the series started. The Heat are going to get one of those first two games on the road. They're going to get one of those first two games in New York. And they did. And then before game three, I told you, they're definitely winning games three and four at home. And they did. And then after they lost game five, they're definitely winning game. Like, they're not losing any home games to the Knicks. They're going to win the series in six. This series can't do that at all. There's not going to be a single... Now, you go into it, you can say, hey, I'm really confident the Heat are going to win tomorrow night. I'm confident the Heat are going to get one of these first two games. But there's no scenario where you're going to be able to go into the game and say, Heat are definitely winning tonight. Which is what we did against New York. Like the Heat, let's say he come back 1-1 against Boston. I'm not going to sit here and say, Heat are definitely taking games three and four at home. Definitely not losing home to the Celtics. I'm not going to be able to say that. Like, we're not going to be able to say any of that anymore. That's a major difference from last series to this series. You were able to map out what was going to happen. The Knicks were never on our level, and you knew it from the get-go. This series, as we saw last year, I mean, hell, the Heat won, what was it, game four we won in Boston when Jimmy Butler couldn't play the second half. And then the Heat are on the brink of elimination. They won game six in Boston. And then they lost game seven at home. That's what this series is going to be like. Home road, these two teams, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters a little bit, but we're not going to be able to look at any of these games. Oh, the Heat are definitely protecting home court. They're definitely winning these games. We were able to do that last series. We're not going to be able to do that at all this series. At all. What I can tell you, I want to tell you about Brunt Insurance first, okay, before we continue on. You know, I see all these homes out there. You're getting work on your home. I don't know who's paying for all that. I hope you got good insurance because otherwise you're going to be spending all your money out of pocket and you're going to be really concerned about what's next. And the way around that is you got to make sure your home is covered. You got to make sure you have the right insurance. You got to make sure you have the most affordable insurance. And that's why I send you to my man, Greg Brunt at Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. They're going to make sure you get the affordable care and they offer the best coverage, not just for your home, your automobile, your boat, your motorcycle. Hey, if you rent or if you have a condo, same thing. The market's really confusing out there. You got to make sure that you have all the coverages you need. You and I, we can't just go out there on Google and figure out what coverages we need. No, you need to talk to Greg Brunt at Brunt Insurance and his fully licensed staff who absolutely know the area you're calling from because from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, wherever you're calling from, they know the area. 954 589 2204, I would not send you to use someone that I don't use myself. I've been getting my insurance through Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So we're going to talk to SiriusXM NBA radio host Brian Geltziler. He's our pal. He's going to join us on the show today. We're going to talk NBA playoffs with him. We'll talk about the John Morant situation with him. We'll talk about the NBA Draft Lottery, which is tonight. Don't forget about that. That's right. So here's what we got. That kind of snuck up on us, right? So tonight, we find out 
who's getting Victor Wembanyama? That's that's what tonight's about. He is the without question number one pick. He is projected to be a franchise-altering player along the likes of LeBron James. We've never seen, based on his stature, we've probably never seen a player like this. Victor Wembanyama, we will learn his fate tonight as the NBA draft takes place right ahead of Game 1 Western Conference Finals Lakers and Nuggets. So this will be at 8 p.m. The game's at 8.30. This is a very... If this was a big deal or not a big deal, this is a big deal. So, here's what we're looking at. First, you know, you know what I want to do first? I like seeing who the teams, okay, it's, what, what are we talking, 14 teams, right? I like seeing who the teams send as their representative. You know, they're sitting up there, they, you know, it's, oh my God, I hope, it's, I hope we win. Who, I like seeing the good luck charms that the teams send to sit up on that, you know, you know, podium and be the representative. So here's what we got in alphabetical order. The Charlotte Hornets, they're sending Buzz Peterson. He's the uh, senior vice president of basketball ops, and he's their general manager. Okay. The Bulls are sending Pat Connolly, assistant general manager. That's, that's weak. Like, you're sending your assistant GM? Who cares? Send someone cooler. Dallas Mavericks, Michael Finley. See, I like that Michael Finley goes. He's the assistant GM. I understand he's also assistant GM, but he's Michael Finley. That's cool. All right. Detroit Pistons are sending John Phelps, senior director of basketball strategy. Lame. Like, if you're the Pistons, uh, send Rick Mahorn. You know? That's cool. All right. (coughs) Excuse me. Houston Rockets are sending Clay Allen, their general counsel. Uh, oh, oh, no, no, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm reading this wrong. These are the team's representatives. No, is it on stage? Yeah, it is on stage. I was going to say, are these the representatives who are going to be on the podium? Or are these the representatives who are, be, who are going to be in the room? Because it says here, team drawing room representatives. And then it says, on stage representatives. So those are two different things. What does that mean then? Okay. All right, here we go. Hold on. I'm correcting myself here. All right, those... that It's really weird the way that they worded that. What I'm telling you right there, some of those lame names, those are the drawing room representatives. Who cares about that? Those are the guys we're not going to see. Those are the guys who are locked in the room. They witness the whole process, and, and they can't leave the room until the whole thing's been aired so nobody knows. You see, it says team drawing room representatives, but then under it it said... On-stage representative. Those are two completely different things. No, I want the on-stage representative. Here's the on-stage representatives. Let me go again. I'm sorry. I I, I screwed that up. All right, here we go. <coughs> Excuse me. On-stage representatives. Charlotte Hornets. They're sending Mark Williams. He's one of their players. I have no idea who that is. Chicago Bulls are sending Dalen Terry. He's also a player. I don't know who that is. All right. The Mavericks are sending Nico Harrison. He's their GM. All right. The Pistons. See, this is cool. The Pistons are sending Ben Wallace. He's their basketball ops and team engagement advisor. See, that's a cool person to send to sit up there and be your good luck charm. The Houston Rockets. Ime Udoka. Whoa. He's like coming out of hiding. We haven't seen him since the scandal. He's the new head coach. I I don't know if Ime Udoka's good luck. Uh, it seems like there's some bad karma that may be falling around Ime Udoka for what he did to Nia Long, all right? And not only what he did to Nia Long, but what he potentially, uh, what, what he was accused of with the Boston Celtics staffer. That's a lot more important and serious. All right. So, for the Houston Rockets, Ime Udoka. The Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton. I like that. That's a fun guy to send. New Orleans Pelicans, David Griffin. He's the EVP, basketball operations. The Oklahoma City Thunder, Nick Collison. He's their Udonis Haslam. He is. Now he hasn't played anymore. He's their amateur evaluation scout. His number's retired there. Orlando Magic, head coach Jamal Mosley. Okay. Portland Trailblazers. Now this one, this is a good guy to send. See, I, I think this is smart. How about this? Brandon Roy. He doesn't even work for the team. He's just a Blazers legend. That's a great guy to send. I feel like he had a ton of bad luck, 
And I think maybe him being there can bring you good luck. I like that the Blazers are sending Brandon Roy. The Spurs, Peter J. Holt, he's one of their owners. Toronto Raptors, Bobby Webster, he's the GM. Utah Jazz, Colin Sexton. Okay, that's cool. I like that. And the Washington Wizards, they're sending Wes Unsell Jr. He, of course, is their head coach. So those are the representatives. I like the Blazers sending Brandon Roy. That's good. I like that. Now, as far as the odds go, this is important. Three teams are at the top with the same odds, 14%. Detroit Pistons have a 14% chance. Houston Rockets have a 14% chance. San Antonio Spurs have a 14% chance. Can you imagine Ime Udoka and the Houston Rockets? Ime Udoka gets fired from the Celtics for a, a, a sexual scandal. And then his next job is the Rockets. And he's standing up there having won the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. I don't know. That, that doesn't feel right. I don't see it happening. The Spurs... I feel like it's such a lame landing spot for Wembenyama to go to the Spurs. The Pistons, uh, yeah, I don't love that. It doesn't feel right to me. So, can it be a team that, like, I think I'm hoping the Blazers. Everyone likes Damian Lillard. Does that keep Damian Lillard in Portland if it means, hey, look at this now. You just became super high profile. This guy could change the franchise forever. Do you want to stay and be a part of this rebuild, Damian Lillard? I think I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Portland. I think the Hornets could be fun. LaMelo Ball playing with Wembanyama, I think that could be fun. I'll tell you what else, and with a 9% chance, the Orlando Magic. I know I'm supposed to hate the Orlando Magic, but I don't because they're irrelevant. But the Magic already have something nice that they're building there. Boncaro's really good. The Wagner brothers... Cole Anthony, this is a nice little team. If they now add Victor Wembanyama, they probably become a playoff team next year. So, I, I think the three teams, the three teams at the top, Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, I don't think I'll want to see any of those three land Wembanyama. And by the way, the number two pick is going to be Scoot Henderson. Great consolation prize. But I think the three teams that I'm hoping for are Charlotte, Portland, Orlando. Four, five, and six. I think Charlotte, Portland, Orlando are fun spots for Wembenyama to land. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm into that. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, Teams that you definitely don't want to see jump up. You know, you look at the teams at the really low odds. Hmm, let's see. I mean, can you imagine if Oklahoma City, with a 1.7% chance, if Oklahoma City were to jump up and get Wembenyama? They're already adding Chet Holmgren next year. Be like two number one. I mean, Holmgren wasn't number one overall. Was he number three? But can you imagine just adding Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama? That that'd be pretty. You know what? I would be okay with that. That'd be wild, right? I'd be okay with that. Don't want Toronto to get him. Uh, don't want Utah because f Danny Ainge. Yeah, and don't want Indiana because the uh, Pacers. I screw the Pacers. So there you go. That's tonight. There's gonna be a big drama tonight as far as that goes. One of those teams. One of those teams is going to feel like 
their NBA championship bound. Not right now, but in several years. They're going to feel like they found the guy that's going to lead them to championship contention. Hey, we're going to get to, like I said, we're going to get to Brian Geltziler in a moment here. First, though, I want to let you guys know, I already told you about how you're going to get your insurance. You're going to get your home covered from Brunt Insurance. Now, if you got a leak, you got damage in your home, who are you going to call to take care of that for you? Water cleanup of Florida. I've already had listeners reach out to me. said, Zaslow, I heard you talking about the Greensteins and water cleanup of Florida and how if there's any kind of leak in your home, fire, mold, damage, that that's who I need to call. I called them and they're on it. The process has been so easy so far. I was so glad to hear that. Water cleanup of Florida. Call or text anytime. 954-900-8635. My friends, the Greensteins, they have over 60 years of combined experience. They're going to handle any type of leak detection issue. And at, this is my favorite part. After the leak has been located and repaired, water cleanup of Florida is not done. Then they're going to clean, dry, and fully restore the damaged area. So you don't need to then go call in a, a, cert, a, a fully licensed uh, certified contractor. They're all those things. It's the one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. You don't need to bring in any other contractors. They're going to handle the entire project from start to finish. They service the entire Tri-County area. Call or text 954-900-8635. Check out their more than 80 five-star reviews on Google. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. I already told you guys. The way the show, and the show's growing. The numbers are growing. Uh, we're doing real, it's, it's great. It's really exciting. It's all thanks to you guys listening, of course. But it's also a huge thanks to our sponsors. And the way this show keeps going, in the way that it's going, and of course the way that it's free, which it will always be, will never not, it, you will never have to pay for it. But the way that that is, the sponsors support me, because you support the sponsors. That's how, and we go round and round in a circle. That's how we get it done. That's how it stays free forever. So the more sponsors we get on the show, and it's so much less time. You know, when I used to do my show on the radio, in an hour, I did four hours. But in an hour, you'd get about 18 minutes worth of advertising. You guys know this show, it's around an hour, a little more than an hour. You're getting... I don't know, a third of that? So, so much less advertising on this show. It's rarely back-to-back spots. And we get to keep the whole thing moving. And the more spots that we get, the more advertising we get, that means the better the show is doing. So it's good for everybody. The sponsors support me because you support the sponsors. That's how we do it. All right. So, what else do we have here? Because I want to get Geltziler on the show, and we're going to do a lot of NBA with him. So, before we get to that, oh, well, of course we got big deal, not a big deal. I'll hit up on a, a little bit of the hockey when we do big deal, not a big deal. But like I said, don't get all riled up over everyone picking the Celtics. Like, the Celtics are the number two seed. And they have home court advantage, but the Celtics are the number two seed. He's the number eight seed. It's going to be played out in front of us. We all know it's going to be a dogfight. We all know it's going to be super hard. Don't get crazy about this, all right? Let people pick the Celtics. Who cares? So everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are always brought to us by our official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots, a Caribbean soul. Getting ready for the game tomorrow night, of course. Game one. Hey, start your evening with a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack right now at your local Sedanos. Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Always got to drink responsibly, which is easy when you're in the Zaslow Mansion family room watching Heat Celtics game one. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. And joining us here on the Johnny Cuba guest line, Brian Geltziler, Sirius XM NBA Radio. Always glad to have you on the show. Uh, first thing I want to get at you here, Brian, you know, a, a big topic of conversation for the Heat fan over the last, I guess, three years has been defending this team against the argument that the bubble was the bubble and that was a fluke. Well, with three years later, we got the same four teams that were in the final four in the bubble back in the final four right now. Is that conversation, is that argument that the bubble wasn't a real thing for a team like the Heat, is that conversation over? I didn't even think the conversation should have started, Jonathan. I thought it was the biggest piece of garbage that I ever heard in my life. 
the second some idiot floated it out there, and it's and it's been disproven here now with getting the same four teams back in the final four three years later. People lose sight very quickly of the difficulty that players, coaches, executives, league employees had when they had to go into that bubble. Think about it. We were in the fall of 2020. They had to go into an area of the country in Florida, central Florida, where the pandemic was raging, where the numbers were as high as they had ever been. There were no vaccines. It was a huge leap of faith to leave your families during this scary time to go finish an NBA season. People want to put an asterisk on that. You put an asterisk on that because it was harder. It wasn't easier. It was harder. And there was no fans. The games don't matter. It's the dumbest argument I ever saw in my life. It was something different than these players ever had to do in their lives. And it required an enormous level of mental toughness, an enormous level of just, you know, teamwork in general and counting on the guys around you. And frankly, if you didn't have the character as a team, you got exposed in the bubble in the worst way. So I never looked at the fact that the bubble wasn't real basketball it's such a garbage flimsy argument and i'm thrilled that we have these four teams now back here three years later to prove exactly how stupid that argument is you know i look at these four teams brian and i i, I don't know if you watch hbo succession it's the best show on television okay and these four teams in the bubble and of course right now it reminds me of you know uh one of logan roy's final scenes with the children which was i love you but you are not serious people. And I look at these four teams and I feel, I feel like they look at a lot of the other teams, like you're not serious people. And you look at the core groups of the heat, Jimmy and bam, the Celtics, Tatum and Brown, Jokic and Murray, LeBron and AD. I feel like these are serious basketball people. And it's not a coincidence that these are the final four teams. I I agree with you. And I think there's one very important thing that you have to factor in, which is playoff experience, experience advancing late into rounds. All these teams have it. Listen, Denver probably has the least of it of everybody because out of the three, this is a group that hasn't made a finals appearance. But Denver did go to the conference finals in the bubble, and they have been the best team in the West all year. So the fact that they're there is certainly not a fluke. The Lakers are a great story. And the Lakers are a great story in this way, Jonathan. They're a great story in the fact that you know, they they redid this team on the fly. And the thing is, I don't know that they're here if Joseph Sy is willing to trade Kyrie Irving to them. Think about that. Joseph Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, refused to trade Kyrie Irving to the Lakers because that's where he wanted to go because he was that mad at Kyrie Irving. The Lakers were all over that deal. And when that deal couldn't go through, they pivoted and they were able to get D'Angelo Russell and Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. You know, the Hachimura deal happened before that. That's one that fell under the radar. Picking Dennis Schroeder up off the scrap heap, developing Austin Reeves. This is a fantastic story with the Lakers. And, you know, seeing LeBron do this at the age of 38, even though he's probably not the most important player on this team anymore, that goes to Anthony Davis, who right now is the great equalizer out of the four teams here because he's the best defensive player left and probably the best defensive player in the NBA in these playoffs. That's how great he's been. And then you look at the East. The thing about the Heat is this. You can tell me no P.J. Tucker. Well, what did P.J. Tucker just do for Philadelphia? You can tell me even no Tyler Hero. And I've heard some rumblings that maybe Hero does get back at one point in this series. We'll have to see what happens. But the bottom line for Miami is that it's the character still the same. The culture still the same. The core is still the same. They approach things in a way that other teams don't approach things. This is the smartest team in the league. And I want to stress that because you're going to have to be to stay in a series with Boston. They're going to understand in a moment's notice the scouting reports on who to close out on the three-point line and who not to. Think about that. You look at two guys there. I'm going to run to one because his shooting percentage is higher than the other one. You're going to see a lot of that out of Miami. They did a great job with it with the Knicks when they blitz Brunson on the ball. They'll do that again here. Frankly, it'll be what keeps them in the series. So I look at these four teams, and listen, I haven't gotten to Boston much yet, and Boston's the most talented by an enormous margin. But the thing to watch in this Boston-Miami series more than anything else is the coaching matchup because Eric Spolster is a fantastic coach. He just outcoached Tom Thibodeau, and I don't blame Thibodeau. He, you know, he essentially had his team exposed for some of their offensive weaknesses. 
in this particular case, Spo is going to find something here with Boston. Joe Mazzulla doesn't operate well late in games. And Jason Tatum bailed him out of that in game six and seven of this Philly series. Now, listen, Tatum's fantastic, and he will have his fair share of big games in this series. But for the Heat here, and he beat them alone. Well, he beat the Sixers alone in Game 7. I don't know that you'll see a ton of that here. I think that Miami will force the ball out of his hands as much as possible. This is going to be a very, very interesting series. But the thing is, if Boston wins, it's going to be on talent. Spo will win the chess match. That I promise you, Jonathan. How much better do you think Boston is than they were this time last year against Miami? I think they're probably the same. I mean, Brogdon makes them a better team. There's no doubt. I don't know how how well Joe Mazzulli uses Brogdon. I don't know that he uses him enough. Now, I think this is a series where Brogdon's going to be important because I do think that essentially you'll see Missoula match down at times. Missoula has shown a tendency to want to play smaller. He was very hesitant to go back to the two bigs against Philadelphia and only did it with his back to the wall. Well, he did it with his back to the wall, and it worked. If Miami's not going to look to match up that way. Miami will stay small against you. And, and with Bam at five, and then they'll play four perimeter guys, you know, maybe Kevin Love here and there. But I, I think with Love is not on the floor, Missoula's going to be in a hurry to get extra guards on the floor. He's going to want more White and Brogdon on the floor. He loves to play Marcus Smart 35, 40 minutes a game. So you'll see tons of Smart on the floor. So I think he'll try to match down against Miami and think he can do it that way. You'll see probably the two big lineup when Kevin Love's on the court. Tell me what you make of Jimmy Butler. And what I mean by that is, look, we all know he's a great player. But if you're a star player, in the, at least the way I see it, if you're a star player in the regular season and you can replicate those star player numbers and from an 82-game schedule where you play a lot of bad teams, second nights of back-to-back, whatever, and then you could be that same star player in a postseason where you're playing the same good team every single night, that's what a star is when you could still be that guy. Jimmy Butler is better than that guy from the regular season in the playoffs. He really is the guy who takes it to the next level. And that's like, we don't see that very much where not only are you putting up the same great numbers from the regular season in the playoffs, which is hard enough. His numbers are always better in the postseason. What do you make of Jimmy? Well, two things here, Jonathan. Number one, I think sometimes we all, and certainly this year, I think we've made a little too much of that in this respect was a second team all nba performer this year he had an excellent regular season when he played 65 games he had a really really good regular season this year the thing for butler is that he doesn't pace himself in the playoffs he paces himself in the regular season it's an 82 game season he it's a long season he plays a lot of minutes when he plays he's got a lot of mileage on his tires over the years Listen, butler was a free agent miami signed him i spoke to a bunch of executives around the league who were taking pause and offering jimmy a max deal Taking pause. Yeah. The only other spot he had a max offer was Philly. There were other places didn't want to offer him a max deal. And the, and the main reason I got for not wanting to offer a max deal is too much tread in his tires. There have been some injuries over the years. He's played a lot of minutes. Don't know that he can sustain that pace. Well, Butler, in a very similar way LeBron James has done as he's gotten older here, has learned how to pace himself in the regular season and still be a very good regular season player. When he hits the playoffs, he's not pacing himself anymore. It's 90 miles an hour with his hair on fire. I thought a very interesting thing he said after game five of the Knicks series where he had 19 points, which is one of, I think, his, his lowest point output in the playoffs so far. He said that I am going to continue to make the right basketball play i am not going to force things if shots are there i'm going to take them if passing the ball and trusting my teammates is what is there that's what i'm going to do i'm not going to change what i'm doing based upon situation now again i think in some spots he'll you know he'll he'll impose his will on a game because he can do that uniquely in a way that very few in the league can but i think it's very important to understand that butler is not going to pace himself here he's going to continue to go as hard as he can possibly go and the thing for jimmy butler is he creates a matchup nightmare a matchup nightmare for the uh, the Boston Celtics what do you make of the way the Sixers finish their season uh I, I think I don't think it's a team in the league that chokes the way the Sixers do uh I think we all knew I mean, I mean look maybe you thought the Sixers were gonna win it I don't know but I feel like we all knew going into that game seven exactly the way it was going to play out I mean I tweeted out at halftime of game seven which was, I think, a three-point game at halftime. I said, don't worry, Sixer fans. Harden's going to have a huge second half on the road in game seven. 
which of course nobody in the world believes. We all knew the way it was going to play out. But the thing for me, Brian, I feel like we all, which, which by the way, I'm looking at my television right now. Doc Rivers was just fired. Yes. I was about to say that when you got done with the question. So we'll do that. We'll do that in a second. Uh, I almost feel like the end of that series, we know what Harden is. I feel like we also found out a little bit what Joel Embiid is too. Well, all right. So uh, let me start with Embiid because I'm going to cut him a little bit of a break. But they didn't lose this series in game seven. They lost this series in game six. And Joel Embiid, and he was visibly unhappy. I was in the Sixers locker room after game six. He was visibly unhappy. And he he said it to the media. He didn't touch the ball the last five minutes of the game. And, And so when you're a big guy like that, I don't know how much we can hang on him. James Harden played poorly. He really did. What's happened to James Harden is that he's become predictable. He's become predictable in the way that he doesn't want to try to finish at the rim anymore. He only wants to pass out for three-point shots. And Boston got smart. Boston started to play him to pass, not to play him to shoot. So all of a sudden, he's driving to the basket. Well, if they're leading you a path to the basket that you're not taking and you're kicking out to covered shooters, what's going to happen? A, contested shots, B, turnovers. And that's exactly what did happen. So I, I think for James Harden here, he's he's not he's changed his game in a way where he doesn't necessarily believe in himself to the extent that he needs to believe in himself anymore. Listen, I think Philly had some flaws here regarding what they could do defensively. You know, when you look down the stretch of game six, and again, I, go, I look at game six as the place where they lost the series. I look down the stretch of game six. Tobias, listen, Jason Tatum, before he hit those three shots, was one of 14. Why? Why? Because Tobias Harris guarded him as good as anybody ever guards him. He did a fantastic job on him. But what Boston started to do is Boston went ahead and said, hey, you know what? We're going to get anybody but Tobias Harris switched on to him. So they got Harden one possession. Tatum elevated over him, hit a shot. They got Maxi one possession. Tatum elevated over him, hit a three. And then Tatum's rolling. Then Tatum doesn't care who's on him. And that kind of carried over into game seven. Here's my point. The Sixers were light on really good perimeter defenders. That was the big problem. And ultimately, I don't know that Harden and Maxi is a good mix for them. Listen, Harden doesn't want to be there beyond this year. I know we've heard a lot of Houston rumors. I reported this it's yesterday. Crazy, been, right? Like, like okay. you say that's really a thing that he might go back to Houston? It's it's a thing that he might go back. It's a significant thing that he might go back to Houston. The other place that I've been told that James Harden has his eye on going is the Phoenix. He would like to be able to go to Phoenix. So, And keep in mind, he went to Arizona State. So those two places are places he wants to go. You know, so I feel bad for Daryl Morey and all this, the uh, the uh, president of the Sixers. Daryl moved heaven and earth and made what was a great trade at the time. When you look at what happened to Ben Simmons, it still looks like a pretty good trade, it's even with, <laughs> with things failing. It's still good. It is. Okay. Daryl Morey brought James Harden there, knowing James Harden's history, but he counted on their relationship to not have James beg out at any point in time. So you saw Ramona Shelburne's report yesterday. James not as is not as inclined to stay if Doc's going to be there. That Doc gets fired today. I don't necessarily think Harden had anything to do with that. I think it was something that was on an ownership level, and and it came to a certain point where I think they think this group has run its course with Doc. Um, I don't think I don't think it's listen. I I think that if you want to hang one thing on Doc, it was the Atlanta loss. That was a bad one two years ago. I look at the last two years, and I'm like, like Doc did a great job with this team. They went to game seven against the Celtics. The Celtics were a way more talented team. He did a really nice job. And I know that that third quarter of game seven is what they're going to point to. Um, You know, Doc didn't have them ready, and they certainly kind of rolled over when things got rough, and Tatum ripped their throats out and all that. I just, it's hard for me to place all of that at Doc's feet. Listen, I understood why Milwaukee fired Mike Budenholzer. I understood why Phoenix fired Monty Williams. Yeah. I get why Phoenix, why, why Philadelphia is firing Doc. It just doesn't feel good. It feels weird. I, I, I think Doc has done a really good job with this team and kind of deserved a better fate. But I also think for Philadelphia, there's major changes afoot here. They're going to redo this roster around and beat in a big way. And I think they want to make sure they give him some input on everybody that's going to be around him here. Because I, there's something that Bill Simmons of the Ringer continues to say, and he's the only one that's saying it right now, but Simmons doesn't throw stuff at the wall. Simmons is talking about the fact that there's a shelf life on a beats happiness too there. Like we're hearing all the time about the shelf life on Luka Doncic and Dallas and his happiness there. And, and he eventually he could ask out that, that 
clock is ticking for Embiid as well. So in terms of a coaching hire and a redo of the roster, this may be the last chance the Sixers get to do it around Embiid. So I think that's something that we have to keep a very close eye on in Philly as well. Embiid's status there and his level of happiness, because I'll tell you right now that after game six, not seeing the ball, the last five minutes of that game, Joel Embiid was very, very unhappy. Brian, who doesn't who does not return for management included for the Golden State Warriors? Uh, you know, the only one I think that may not return is Bob Myers. I, I think that the fact that he's waited this long to make this decision is extremely, extremely telling. It, you know, I don't I think Golden State has probably won their last title with this group. With that said, I, you have to keep them together, right? I mean, you can't start piecing these guys apart, especially when you've looked at this young core that you've had. You already sold off Wiseman for to something to help you make a run this year. You know, Moody has ended up looking okay here in the playoffs. Kaminga is, you know, is not really playable defensively, but the Warriors also with how they handled last offseason, I think they screwed up the culture a little bit. And, and I think it's important to note this. And I do think this could be one of the reasons that Bob Myers wants out because I don't know that Bob necessarily wanted to do what he did with Jordan Poole here. You know, Jordan Poole last year in the NBA Finals was largely unplayable, Jonathan. They, he's so bad defensively, they had to hide him at certain points in time and bench him at certain points in time. Besides for Steph Curry's greatness, the other main reason the Warriors won a championship last year because Andrew Wiggins was fantastic on both ends of the floor, but especially defensively. He was a prime perimeter defender. Look at what Tatum just did to Tobias Harris in that last series, who guarded him very well. And then think about how Wiggins guarded Tatum in last year's finals. Wiggins was vital. He was huge. So extension comes, time comes and the money comes. And Jordan Poole gets $35 million a year in an extension. And Andrew Wiggins gets 28. You want defensive culture. You want to build things where you want guys to be able to guard people. You need to pay guys for defense. It can't just be for offensive numbers. So now you have guys like Kaminga and Moody that are showing disinterest in wanting to be good defensive players who haven't gotten their big money yet because offensive numbers are what's going to get me paid. And that's, I think they've kind of screwed up that culture a little bit. And I think it's one of the reasons you see Macy Myers head for the exits. There potentially could be other interesting jobs available for him where he can rebuild the whole thing and do it again on his own. And, And I think it's something that bears watching here with Bob Myers and Golden State. But I think you'll see, listen, Draymond has said he wants to be back. Sham Sharani of the Athletic reported the other day that Golden State would like to figure out, you know, a, a team-friendly extension. But uh, Draymond didn't max out money on his last deal. I, I think he's happy where he is. He's happy with Curry and Clay, And that core is going to be together. And, and listen, it's a nice thing for Golden State. What else happens? What's next? What can they do under this new CBA, which is a, a train wreck? And and the pool thing, just the pool thing is what's going to really handcuff them because they're not going to be able to make any moves their core here is going to be Steph Draymond Clay Wiggins and Jordan Poole and I don't know that you're going to be able to win consistently with that group here going forward I got two more things for you here Brian uh John Morant what are you hearing as far as I mean look I don't even know it's worth asking your opinion obviously it's I, I mean he comes off as such a huge loser I don't know what what other opinion there is than that about what's going on so my real question is uh what are you hearing as far as what the league is going to do. Uh, I think Adam Silver it, it has been earning a reputation recently as being pretty soft. I think John Morant has made the commissioner of the league, the team, look very foolish. What are you hearing? What do you think could the punishment wind up being for John Morant? Well, it's it, it, it's a good thing there's no way they're bringing back Dylan Brooks because he's the problem, right, right Jonathan? Right, okay. Right, um, right. So, so here's – listen, I think this the suspension is going to be significant – I don't think it's going to be announced immediately. And I think that they really have to do due diligence on all of this to find out exactly the, na- the nature of the firearm, you know, a, what, where it came from. Is it licensed, the legality, all of it? All of these things have to be addressed. Um, listen, I, I think that it, it, what happened during the season, they really gave him a major, major pass and tried to pretend like they didn't. And I think that's part of what creates this. You know, he supposedly went for counseling. Um, the counseling or whatever facility he went to, that was very short-lived. He didn't stay there very long. I didn't stay there very long because let's make no mistake about it, the Grizzlies wanted to get him back for the playoffs. You don't think the solution and, was not allowing the team to stay overnight in Miami, Los Angeles? That didn't fix everything? 
No, I didn't fix everything. And but but I do think at a certain point in time these guys have to grow up a little bit. Yeah. And, and 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 I think and and it's not just him, it's Dylan Brooks also. And and but there's more. There's Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain. Now granted, I'm not grouping Jackson and Bain with him because they're not waving guns on Instagram Live. You know what I mean? But but there's a culture there where there's a, a mountain of immaturity, like a mountain of immaturity. And something's got to be done about that. I'm, I'll am i tell you, with all the coaches we're seeing fired, one guy I'm surprised has kept his job is Taylor Jenkins. And he's done a great job of developing this team, but it's the wild, wild west. Over yeah, there. they're an embarrassment and now, and he's been in charge. It's, yeah. Right, the wild, wild west over there. And at a certain point in time, there's going to have to be some discipline handed down. Now, the Grizzlies were very quick to suspend him from all team activities. Well, that's great. It's middle of May, and there are no team activities. He can't, he can't so, go to the draft lottery party tonight. He's not allowed. Right. That's exactly it. But I'm sure he's having his own. Um. So, it, it, but, but, And I also think it's important to know with John Moran, this isn't just about two Instagram lives where he has brandished firearms. This is about an incident uh, with playing pickup at his house where a gun was flashed. This is about an incident at a mall that his mother was there where he showed up. Every incident is involving guns. Every incident. Right. Yeah. This is also about keep in mind. And this is something that the league wasn't able to find a whole ton of proof and walked away from this. All right. But this is also about, um, a laser being shined on team um, team personnel at the Indiana Pacers as Ja was leaving the facility. And there's one particular friend of Ja's that's involved in all of this. That's right next to him the entire time. And the guy's name escapes me. It doesn't even matter what the guy's name is. But I do think that there, a lot needs to be done here regarding John Moran and, and, and what's going to happen going forward and a meaningful suspension and costing him a lot of money. Maybe that's something that sets him straight, but I do think the Grizzlies have to take a look at their role in enabling Moran to behave in the way that he's behaved. Finally here, Brian, tonight as anticipated a draft lottery, maybe since 2003, maybe you want to throw the Zion draft lottery in there, but uh, certainly this player tonight, Victor Wembanyama, we're going to find out where he's going. He's supposed to be a, a, a franchise altering player. Do, does like, do you get fired up over a draft lottery tonight? Or are you sitting at the TV, you, you know, wondering which, which teams are going to be skipped? Oh my God. So-and-so jumped into the top three. Like, are you into this tonight? I'm always very into it. And, and I, that doesn't mean I'm sitting in front of the TV. I'll watch it on my phone and see how it shakes out. But I think it's a very meaningful draft lottery. It's a very special player. He has the ability to transform an organization. There are a couple teams that are in the mix for him that if they do get him because of other draft picks that they've made, can catapult themselves immediately into a playoff setting and be very good. Like I look at a team like the Orlando Magic. Yeah. With the core the Orlando Magic has, you had Wembyama there, yep. and all of a sudden, that's we're a playoff good team. That's a playoff team if they get him. We yep. are good immediately. Listen, I'll give you another team. They're one of the worst teams in the league this year, but part of that was Kate Cunningham being out. Okay, there. What? But but the thing is, Detroit with Jaden Ivey with Cunningham, you got Wiseman. You put him in there, all of a sudden, this thing starts to look much better, much quicker. So wherever he ends up, there's going to be a major, major impact, and a team's going to be elevated. And I think that's really, really important here. So it's this is a very, very meaningful draft lottery. And then you have other, you know, you have other different subplots. The whole Dallas Knicks subplot is major tonight because if somebody, if somebody jumps in and da- from from the bottom four into that top four, and Dallas gets pushed, uh, pushed down from ten to eleven, the Knicks get that pick. And that's that's a big deal, and that's something that's worth watching also. So there's a lot of different permutations tonight for the lottery. It's always fun. I'll be checking it out. Brian, excellent job. Uh, tell, when, when can we hear you again on SiriusXM NBA Radio? Uh, tomorrow night, post-game, as soon as the – uh, the Celtics heat game ends. You'll hear me on, on Sirius XM NBA radio channel 86. And then of course I'll be on Saturday morning with my guy, Sam Mitchell, seven to 10 a.m. Eastern time on NBA weekend. Awesome. Great job, Brian. Thanks a lot for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jonathan. Appreciate it, buddy. Take care. How about that? Right, right in the middle of our conversation, doc rivers, peace out. Very obvious. I told you right after the heat, you know, disposed the bucks. Now it took like a week or two, but Budenholzer was definitely fired. And I told you yesterday, after Doc Rivers and the Sixers lose Game 7, Doc is definitely fired, and they didn't waste any time. I think part of that reason is, I I think they're going to go after Monty Williams. And, and I think that would be a good guy to go after. I think that they see the guys who are available, and they're like, listen, uh, Doc's history, 
He is clearly not the guy. And you also have to remember, Daryl Morey came in after, a year after Doc was hired. That's interesting, though, what Brian tells us there, that Harden, Rivers, there may have been a thing there. They're afraid Harden's going to leave. They fire Rivers right away. All right, maybe there's something to that. But Doc Rivers getting fired was such a no-brainer. Everybody saw it coming. No coach has ever lived off a championship longer than Doc Rivers has. Hey, great job by Brian Geltseiler, as always. And you guys know I love SiriusXM NBA Radio. All right, let me tell you guys, I've been sleeping great, man. You know, I was sick last week, and the one saving grace was I was still able to get good sleep. And that's courtesy of my man, Colin, the founder and CEO of one of our great sponsors, Sheets and Giggles. The Zaslow family are four. Four of over 100,000 Americans who sleep on sheets and giggles. We're never, ever going to shop anywhere else for our bedding. We got the comforter. We got the sheets. We got the pillowcases. I have a eucalyptus pillow. It's, it's so heavy, but it's soft. I love it. All of sheets and giggles is naturally softer, cooler, more breathable, and super good for the environment. Sustainably made from the wood of eucalyptus trees grown on sustainably managed biodiverse farms. So you know, it's, he- it's, it's good for the earth and it's good for your health. It's good for your sleep. If you use promo code Zaslow upon checkout, you get 20% off your first order. Use promo code HEAT all throughout these playoffs, and you're going to get 25% off your entire order. Sheets and Giggles. That's right. SheetsGiggles.com, and you're never going to shop anywhere else for your sheets. Sheets and Giggles. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about. If you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home or business, that might be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. But the way to find out is by calling Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Or you can go to WCUFL.com, Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Last night, the Western Conference Finals in the Stanley Cup playoffs is finally set. You had Game 7 where the Dallas Stars... This was early in the third period. Had a 1-0 lead at home over the Kraken. Alexiak and intercepts. Harley tries to the opposite side. Dodonov sails one the length of the ice. No icing as Johnston's there. Johnston to the backhand. Score! Wyatt. Johnston, young kid, gets what ends up being the game winner. It put Dallas up 2-0. They would hang on and win 2-1. The Kraken had an empty net. Uh, well, they, they pulled their goalie, and they scored with about 25 seconds left. But the Stars, they hang on. That's a big deal. So our final four in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Florida, Carolina, Dallas, Las Vegas. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? For the first time ever, a streaming service, Peacock. They have exclusive rights to carry an NFL playoff game this year. That's a big deal. Now, if it's your local team, I imagine one of the local over-the-air you know, broadcast channels will also simulcast the game. But if you're not a subscriber to Peacock, you know, not everybody can afford extra subscriptions. You're not going to get a playoff game. So that kind of sucks, and I got to go big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. How about the Baltimore crowd? Last night, the Angels are up. I think it was 9-5 in the ninth inning. Shohei Otani, who also pitched yesterday, Shohei Otani was up to bat. He already had a single, a triple, and a home run. He's a double away from the cycle. On a night that he's pitching, he got a single. Here's the Baltimore crowd's reaction. With his fourth hit tonight, pokes one the other way. Fans are going there. They want that ball to skip. He's out of left field. Oh, wow, Shohei. <laughs> so much room in left field here. But he hit it right at Austin Hayes. Did you fall down? Or at least die for it. <laughs> That's 10 feet away from you. That's right. The Baltimore crowd was booing. They wanted to see Shohei Otani get the cycle on a night that he pitched no less. Uh, I'm going big deal. I mean, he's a massive star who might be on the verge of leaving Los Angeles. All right, finally. Big deal or not a big deal? The Dan Lebatard Show. Great show. Those guys have been very helpful to me 
at helping my show grow. I, I feel like I got a few new listeners who, who are with us because of my appearances recently on the Levitard Show. So I love you a long time. Here's Dan Levitard yesterday on John Morant. I've already seen this story. Allen Iverson did it. Allen Iverson did all of this. The answer. And gave off authentically, no, I'm not going to change, and it's going to be part of my rebellion. I'm going to become an icon because I will not change for anybody. Corporate will have to change around me. I'll keep bouncing against it. But it doesn't seem believe, It doesn't seem that John Morant is actually that. It seems like he wants to be seen as that. It's not getting trouble like Iverson did with actual guns and confrontations. It's just posturing on Instagram, risking things to look like you're the person. And I don't know who it was that said it. Another NBA player said, we all have guns. You're not showing anybody anything when you show them that you have guns other than, hey, I've got a gun. It's the behavior of a, of a nine-year-old. Like a nine-year-old who's trying to tell you he's tougher than he actually is. As the Grizzlies try to tell you they're tougher than they actually are. As they try to fight Shannon Sharp, and then when the sports get really hard, what happens? LeBron drags them. Drags all of them. <laughs> because it's, look, you're led by Dylan Brooks and this guy. Really? You think, you think you're going to do this to me? All right, I'm going big deal. All right, I, you know, there's no real other opinion, like I said with Brian there. Dramanan's acting like a huge loser. But Dan puts it into some perspective there, too, where it, it's just so odd. You got a player here who, by all signs, is not about that life, who wants to be about that life instead of an NBA player. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if the leak or mold or fire damage in your home is a big deal not a big deal. Yes. All right. Good show today. Tomorrow. Oh, what a huge day. Tomorrow begins potentially two weeks of everyday Heat Panthers Conference Final. Tomorrow night, game one. Heat Celtics. Get your beauty sleep tonight. You know I am. Get your beauty rest tonight on Sheets and Giggles, of course, and get ready to go because it all begins tomorrow night. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Tell your family and friends about the show. Tell your mother I say hello. I appreciate everybody. Thanks, of course, to everyone who worked hard at putting together a great show today. Always appreciate your work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to... Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.